campfire has that undisclosed ratio of whiskeys is non-chill filtered hey that's the name of the podcast and bottled <laughs> Wait, at 92 proof non-chill filtered welcome to non-chill well, I just filtered. mentioned the podcast where you drink whiskey so, so we, we don't, don't have, have to, to. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's bizarro world Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. Today on the podcast, we are drinking a very cool, uh, our fourth bottle from High West Distillery. We are drinking High West Campfire. We'll get into what that means, why they called it Campfire, and what goes into the bottle in a little bit. Uh, but before we do, uh, just talk about some business. Uh, one great way that we haven't talked about in a very long time, a great way to support us, is give us a rating and maybe a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome. We have about 20-plus five-star reviews, and we are like stupid grateful for that. And for those who don't <laughs> understand what stupid grateful means, a lot of grateful. Um, so... Yeah, that's a great way to support us. That's all I'm going to talk about today, uh, and then I'm just going to get right into it. And uh, Robbie, I, I, it's been a crazy week for you. Yeah, it's been a little bit crazy for me too. But I, I want to hear. Are you feeling any better? Um, I, I am. Yes, thanks. So, uh, yeah, it was funny because on Saturday you texted me like, um, have you emailed me the podcast yet? And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. And when like when you texted me, I was uh, so I got like Friday night, no Thursday. Thursday, I started feeling sick. Friday, I got like the worst chills and a fever and like stomach issues, like all the early onset signs of like COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you texted me, I was actually at the doctor's getting like the whole Q-tip down like to the back of my brain thing. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah, dude, it's so, un- it's not, it doesn't hurt, but it is so uncomfortable. So <laughs> it's something like I, I, I wouldn't, if I had to get tested again, I'm like, it wouldn't be a big deal the second time because I'm like, it just was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, super sick and it sucked because Sunday was Chelsea's birthday. So like Saturday we were supposed to like kind of do some fun stuff. Um, and then Sunday we had a lot more fun plans and, um, everything fell through and the girls were rough and I could just hear them screaming in the house. I'm like, Oh, it's her birthday. So anyway, um, anyway, Tuesday started feeling better. Uh, yesterday felt like 80%. Today was about 90%. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Yeah. It's a lot better, but uh, today was a good day though, man. I smell like summer. I, uh, grilled some burgers and we did some French fries outside. And so I like smell like burgers and oil and, uh, mowed the lawn afterwards and, uh, did a bunch of painting today. We got our master bedroom painted and stuff. So I just, and I smell like sweat. So I'm like, I smell like summer. So, uh, summer. yeah, getting a, having, having a whiskey to cap the evening here is I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. So yeah, I'm doing all right. How you doing, bud? I'm good. I, last week I talked about a few things. Um, I remember I talked about a bike that I was supposed to get on oh, yeah. Craigslist. So that the dude just ghosted me after he's like yeah i'm willing to do it and then never responded again i even (laughs) called him and i could tell he didn't know the number that was calling him because he like texted me and this was the thing i call him he's like hello and i'm like hey i'm calling about the bike and he just like hangs up (laughs) so he must have either gotten rid of it it was frustrating to me i think the least he could have done is just tell me i don't have the bike anymore sold it to someone for a lower price or a higher price or something like that I wouldn't even be mad. I get it. This is capitalism. I'm not even um, mad. Yeah. But what annoys me is that it's potentially still on the table, but you're just not getting back to me. And so I, I even set up a time. Uh, I didn't set up the address yet, but I was like, hey, maybe Saturday I can pick it up. And he's like, yeah, that works. And then never heard from him again. Um, so that was annoying, but it was for the best. It really was because on Monday, uh, a even better bike came up on uh craigslist even like like so much better like the the other bike was one and this is just going into it but the other bike was needed so much work that it was basically only worth the handlebars the frame and maybe the wheels that's that's (laughs) all it was worth and then um this one is like fully functional is like only needed pumping the tires and it was 40 bucks more nice 
and uh and i was like done and it's turned out to be probably one of the best bikes i've ever gotten on craigslist because i do like to fix them up uh but i might not even fix this one up i might just switch out the handlebar tape and maybe give it a new paint job and that's about it um what color are you gonna paint it what color are you gonna paint your bike so there is a, a website that does really good uh they do like custom spray paint and i'm looking into a colonial blue Robbie in a semi-gloss. Oh Oh, boy. You're familiar with the colonial blue. Oh, of course. It's a darker blue. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good guess. Kind of like the shinier, uh, the coats, like the uh, colonial soldiers in the revolutionary war. They were super into blue. I was, I see it was either colonial soldiers or was the brown coats for colony. Ooh. Yeah. For colony. Colony. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. all brown, poopy looking. <laughs> <laughs> Swampy. Uh, so, uh, and then, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a really interesting week. I think I talked a little bit about uh, work just being a little bit crazy last week. It's still a little bit crazy, uh, but things are a little more optimistic. Um, ooh, get this. Uh, yes, or this week, my the CEO of our company, you know, almost a 50,000 person company, uh, decided that uh, it would be great to make it an annual uh, company holiday to take Juneteenth off. Nice. Uh, which is uh, June 19th, Tomorrow. representing the uh, date of the Emancipation Proclamation being signed, I believe. Uh, and is not it, the Emancipation. The, no. the, um, wait, was it that? No, it's, it's uh, the date that um, slaves were actually freed, right? Oh, cool. I'm into that. Oh, man. And I gotta look this up again, just because I know it's more yeah. than just that. Yeah, no, but it's uh, it's 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 a company holiday now, so I get tomorrow nice. off with a few days' notice, and hopefully, I can uh, put honor into that holiday. And so, um, but I also just looking forward to chilling a little bit and um, probably making some jewelry. I it's been a crazy week of of not getting sales uh, on my shop. Um, I got two sales in the past like 10 days, oh, which man. normally I'm getting a sale more than a sale every day or more than a sale every other day, uh, rather. So I get about four sales a week typically. And so in the past 10 days I got two. And so that was kind of a bummer, um, because I like to, you know, plan and, and like think like, how am I going to. Uh, purchase the next uh, bike thing. And I have like a, a <laughs> I guess, what do you call it? A buffer that's like, you know, reasonable. Uh, but I like to like keep it in that buffer and then say whatever goes above, I can buy, you know, a new saddle for my bike or a new whiskey bottle or something like that. That's a long story as well. Um, <laughs> but I think I've been good though. I am optimistic. Um Looking forward to to coming out to Boise. It's like the highlight of my summer. Yeah. Uh, just hoping to to stay safe. I mean, for the listeners that know, I live in Arizona, and right now Arizona is not looking good in terms of how they're treating the virus. I I looked up some. Or I didn't look up. I was I was online and I saw a a tweet that was pretty funny, and it said we're gonna have to. Uh, what's the word? Uh, like end saying the term. Uh, avoid it like the plague because nobody does. avoid the plague <laughs> yeah and it uh, lasted a couple of days and um yeah so, so i'm yeah, keeping it keep safe. safe um staying in uh you know ordering our glo- groceries online to just go pick them up and uh yeah yeah which is the way to go so to like when we had the twins that's mm-hmm. we started doing that and oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. You got kids. You'll have kids someday. Hopefully, yeah, one of these days. Hopefully, sooner than later, and you'll be glad you got yourself established on the whole grocery pickup thing. Because man, trying to go to grocery store <laughs> with kids is the worst. Ugh. Uh, so Juneteenth, yeah. Juneteenth is tomorrow because we record on Thursday, so it'll be last Friday yep. when this comes mm-hmm. out. But it's the a day that all slaves were officially freed. So the cool thing oh, about it is it's actually kind of recognized as. Uh, like the real Independence Day, because on the Fourth of July, seventeen seventy six, not every person in America was free. Huh, I like that. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so, so any anything else before we get into history of uh, High West Campfire, anything like that? No, man, I'm ready to drink. Let's uh, let's go to a break. Well, actually, oh, what? Before we do that, I did remember <laughs> that. Um, 
we did a funny shout out last week. We did a correct oh, shout out. We did um, to Ben Klepsig, Madtown Marketer on Instagram. We made the Ben's great. best mistake ever, though. Yeah, yeah, it was a great mistake because he did send us Nika from the barrel, but someone else also sent us Nika from the barrel, and I didn't even realize. Uh, so a big shout out to Ben, but also a huge shout out to Caleb Olson, the bourbon <laughs> badger on Instagram, because he also sent us Nika from the barrel. And we didn't even realize that there were more than one sample. So I, um, I remember he, no, he on um, Instagram messenger sent us a picture of him sipping that on his back porch and, you know, yeah. mentioned it. So I thought it was Caleb that sent it to us, but I trust you with this stuff, man. So when you're like, called up, I was like, okay, yeah. And then he's like. Did someone else send it to you too? I'm like, this is your handwriting. <laughs> and lucky for me, oh, I'm so excited though because that was one of my favorite pours we've ever had. So I'm having, oh, yeah. I'm having those other two ounces on Father's Day. So Oh, nice. Yes. Big shout out to Ben Klepsig and Caleb Olson yeah. because you made my week last week and one of you is making my week this week. So That's great. Yeah. So, so this is your bottle, what we're drinking today, right? You have a full bottle. Uh, or, uh, you know, I don't have any full bottles. Don't say full too long around my house. So I do have the bottle though. Oh, that's good. So we can hear the cork pop after we do the history. So. Yeah, yeah. So let's send it to break, and then we'll come on back and we'll do some history. So here goes the break. <laughs> And we're back. Whoa. Chill filtered. <laughs> Who knew? We, you know, there's that, uh, I don't know if you ever like raised uh, the girls on, uh, there's like a song apparently that is called Parents Always Come Back or something along those Grown lines. Grown-ups come Grown back. Grown-ups, yeah. Yeah, yes. Daniel Tiger, man. Yeah, which I, you know, when we ever have a kid, I hope I could raise my kid on Daniel Tiger. Um, He's, because that's an important thing, you know. Like, it is. Uh, it's scary to be a kid and your and your grown up leaves for a moment. It's scary to have to be around your children all the time. Yeah, it's just so scary. you gotta do Daniel. You no, gotta avoid the scariness and sing Daniel Tiger. Songs. Exactly, Dan, you know, Daniel the Tiger Man is where it's at for emotional social growth for kids. Like, I believe it. It's great. It sounds a lot based on uh, uh, Fred Rogers, yeah. and uh, and he's. The man, like, yeah. So, so I got, I got, I got, Uh I got a segue on this for a second. So, oh my gosh, I hate it. So the girls, they get, they wake up, they get to watch each pick like a 15 minute cartoon and then we get Mm -hmm. our day started. Um, and then at bedtime and just before nap, they each get to pick a YouTube video and it used to be, and it used to be like. Coco Melon, they would like sing songs, stuff like that. We got mm-hmm. stuck in this hole where we f- were stuck in like, I don't know if any other parents are there with me, man, but like East, Eastern European families making YouTube videos and it's the worst. It's like, they love this, <laughs> <laughs> these kids like Diana and Roma, but it's been awesome because <laughs> like, they're like, Diana's a crybaby and we'll always be like, oh, she's being a crybaby. So then the other, oh. yeah, like whenever one of them cries, one of them's like, don't be a Diana crybaby. So and we, we oh. always turned around to a positive, but man, I don't know. I never in a million years thought I'd be watching Eastern European kids ice cream. Oh, I like ice cream. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, it drives me nuts. Oh, that's funny. But Making it, latkes. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Or are latkes... Eastern European, are they just... Latkes, I think, are Jewish, aren't they? Jewish, yeah. So, my bad. Um, I'm I'm mixing Latvia with things that people eat. (laughs) Latvia is Eastern European. Okay, I'm getting to the history. (laughs) All right, here we go. Um, So, we're drinking High West Campfire. And so, we've actually had High West Distillery on the podcast three other times which is crazy that we've never had wood for reserve or maker's mark on the podcast yet <laughs> but we'll get to it maybe that'll be our matchup next week well we'll figure it out um so episode 23 was the the rendezvous rye where sam elliott came out of um adam and um episode 83 was the burr rye uh 
episode 95 not too long ago this is about 10 episodes ago i guess uh is episode or was midwinter night's dram specifically act seven scene six now high west was started by a guy named david perkins in 2006 uh the story is that he visited maker's mark distillery uh a few years before which we also yeah we need to, we need to cover maker's mark yeah, um, for sure. they have an awesome history and yeah and was so inspired by his visit that he um, started his own distillery a few years later. And now he was a biochemist, so he knew about fermentation and knew about kind of what goes into that kind of thing. So that's kind of the connection. And he didn't just, I mean, I'm not against a dude just saying, I love distilling, or I love the idea of distilling and started it up. Uh, But anyway, High West is known to publicly say that they source most of their stuff, Uh, but they do distill and age some of their own product. For example, their double rye bottle, uh, at least since 2018, is a blend of two-year-old MGP rye and at least a seven-year-old rye that they distilled and aged on site, which is pretty cool. They, uh, I don't know what the ratio is. I don't know if it's disclosed, but um, yeah, they put a little bit of seven-year juice into each double rye. They used to put in 16-year juice from Old Barton Distillery. Uh, wow. But up in 2018, they they wanted to say the double means a little bit of young, a little bit of old, but the old is ours now, and we can't go 16 yet. So anyway. So they, do, you th- do you think they're uh, going to get back to 16 when they can? I think they will. Uh, that's my that's my assumption, is that they're really building up their uh, inventory now. And I do think they're going to bring out these killer products in the future, especially of their own distillate. So yeah. that's my, that's my uh, yeah. But um, they're still, yeah, like I, they're still building up their own juice. Uh, but I have this feeling, yeah, we're going to hear some great things uh, about what they built themselves. Yeah, in a few years, uh, they're located in two sites, uh, the storefront slash restaurant kind of site, uh, which has little to no distilling is in Park City, Utah. Robbie and I have both been there actually together. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is before Robbie even really liked whiskey. Yep, I got a mixed so, drink. Yeah, <laughs> I got the oat whiskey. I think I mentioned that last time. I got the oat whiskey, uh, which was interesting. I, I kind of liked it. It was light and uh, fruity. Uh, so the other location, and I still don't know how to pronounce this, it's either Wanship or Wan's Hip, Utah. <laughs> Um, not too far from, not too far from Park City or Salt Lake City. It's basically like a 30 minute drive north of Park City. Uh, they're, they're known for blending things, uh, sometimes basically the, their double rye is a blend of two ages of rye. Their burr rye is a blend of bourbon and rye. Their American prairie bourbon is a mixture of straight rye, or straight bourbon. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that throws yeah. you for a loop. Yeah. It'll get you. And uh, they're all, you know, got some extent of blending, but they do have a very experimental blend known as Campfire, Mm -hmm. what we're drinking today. So the story here is that David Perkins and his wife went out to visit Scotland and stopped by the Brucladi distillery in Isla. They were served a dish of honeydew melon uh, that was drizzled with a simple syrup that was made with Brucladi, like peated scotch. And they wanted to replicate, they loved it. And they wanted to replicate the sweetness and the smokiness that they experienced that day. And it came to a breakdown of three whiskeys when they decided to make their own, uh, you know, to, to kind of celebrate that uh, smokiness and uh, sweetness. First, uh, MGP bourbon, then MGP rye. Both of them were at least five years aged. And an undisclosed peated blended whiskey they don't say which distillery it's from uh, but they do say it's not from isla which is interesting hmm. maybe it's uh talisker who knows it's, uh, it's from the isle of sky but uh that should be at least four years age they said the the blended peated whiskey uh, the combo of the three was intended to bring that sweet and smokiness to a poor uh, american and scottish whiskeys married together of course, the name Campfire alludes to its smoky flavor and nose. Now, I started to go on this rabbit hole chase, and I've mentioned it before, of why we don't ever get peat malted corn whiskeys. And I was like, well, maybe the thing is, is that they don't, 
maybe the corn just doesn't malt. Uh, and malting, for those who don't know at this point, uh, malting for like barley especially, it, or rye, uh, you see that a lot in whiskeys of malted barley or malted rye, is you start to like germinate the seeds by getting them a little wet, and then you shut it down by heating it up so it dries out. And that can develop a little bit more of the sugars in the uh, grains. But I've never heard of that for bourbon. Like bourbon's mostly corn. So why aren't people malting corn? And I looked it up and you can totally malt corn. Uh, And it's totally possible. And I couldn't really find anyone who even tried malted corn mashes for a bourbon. I did find some YouTube videos of people malting corn for the sake of moonshine, uh, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I, but how? Yeah, but like, why don't we see that in bourbons, like you know, aged bourbons? Uh, so anyway, um, I started to look a lot and like kind of dig into it a bit. Um, but I think like if I ever started to distill on my own, I would want to try that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I did find one thing. Oh, yeah. And so I thought, like, if you're not malting, then you probably can't peat your corn, which would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I did find one distillery and a one whiskey called Iron Smoke. And they use apple wood to smoke the dry grains before milling and mashing them. So what, in a what, way, it was kind these, of, kind of... What kind of wood do they use? Apple wood. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, so basically, they they like take the dry grain, not the wet grain. So it might be a little different in that way, um, but they, in a way, do what you normally do to, to malted barley or malted rye is heat it up with smoke, and then this the the what do they call them the um oh, the phenols they they're called stick to <laughs> the uh, grain anyway. So I I want to reach out to them, the Iron Smoke Whiskey people. And see if they can help us out because I really want to figure this one out, especially for our listeners. Uh, all the listeners are like, I don't care, Cole. Well, I care, <laughs> listeners. So that's what matters. Um, so, anyway, Campfire has that undisclosed ratio of whiskeys is non chill filtered. Hey, that's the name of the podcast. And bottled <laughs> Wait, at 92 proof. Non chill filtered? Welcome to non chill filtered. Well, I just mentioned, yeah. <laughs> The podcast where you drink whiskey, so, so we, we don't, don't have, have to. to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Bizarro World. So anyway, yeah, ninety-two proof. Jim Murray gave this a ninety-three. I don't. Okay. I didn't find out what year he did. Um, but yeah, I gave this a ninety-three. You know, antique collection bottles don't always break ninety-three. Like ninety-three is pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, so I was I was kind of blown away by that, especially for an experimental type bottle. Uh, total wine price this this time is fifty seven ninety nine, not cheap. Uh, but we'll find out. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's pop this bottle. All right. I'm excited. Go. What got me most excited was actually that that Jim Murray rating. I you know I don't trust Jim Murray to the to the core of me. Uh, I can, but he guides along in a great way. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> Sound like you really like he's your mortal enemy. I don't trust him to the core of me. <laughs> no, I meant like I don't trust him with all my heart. Um, instead of saying I don't trust him with with my whole heart. I don't know. Yeah, there's a difference there. There's totally a difference. All right, I'm gonna open it now. All right, and here's the pop. Get some sniffs. Ooh. 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 That was a deep one. Was. So, from what I know about this, I do not believe it like it was blended after aging. This was not and and I know it was blended after aging, but I don't think it was rebarreled after blending, which uh, so they were all kind of separate. <laughs> I just went and smelled my mic instead of the the bourbon or the whiskey. Totally done that. <laughs> totally done that. Yeah, it smells like my spittle. Yeah. <laughs> you smell like daddy. <laughs> oh. That is actually not a bad nose. It's not. You know, I this the last time I had this, I really was not a huge fan. Um mm-hmm. first time I had it, I thought it was okay. And then the last time I was like, I don't know if I'm 
digging it or not, but uh, the nose to me this time it just is a lot more pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's definitely yeah. I thought it would be a lot more smoky. It's definitely got a good amount of smoke to it for sure, but it's also I mean there is some mm-hmm. sweetness there. Um, no, yeah. No, I mean, what I ex- go ahead. Go, you go for it. So what I expected was a lot of smoke, like almost like straight up Isla Scotch on the nose. The first note I got was more bourbon than, than smoky. But now that I'm really getting into it, sniffing wise, when I snuck my sniff, um, it <laughs> was a good mixture, actually. And I think that's what they're going for here is like sweet and smoky. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what my deal was the last time I drank this because last time I drank it, I was like, well, there it is. It's a little, the bitter at the end. It gets, for me, it just got really bitter. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, th- I think, yeah, this is yeah, this is not my favorite for sure. Um, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I feel like it, it kind of goes for that smoke to be smoky to be smoky. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. it, I think it takes away from the flavor profile in general. Like, I don't know. Now, are you considering it as an American whiskey, or potentially are you considering it as a Scotch? Because if I think of it as American whiskey, I'm a little let down. But if I think of it as a scotch, I'm like, man, this is sweet for a scotch, you know? Um, it's not a scotch, the listeners. I'm I, just saying this I think is I my took, mindset. I think, yeah. I, will think I have the opposite mindset. I'm, I've been thinking uh, an American whiskey. So I'm going to think Scottish now. Is that Scottish? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Totes. You basically have a bagpipe already. Oh, man. Gonna, ooh, where did this haggis come from? Oh, yeah. Man. You ever watch uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer? No. Oh, you haven't? Wasn't that, uh, don't tell me, uh, Michael Myers? <laughs> no, that's Halloween. It's Mike Myers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Mike Myers. I always get them mixed up. Mm. Have you added water yet? No, I just tried to pretend I was Scottish. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm, eh. I feel like... I feel like it's a gimmick. You know what I mean? And they, they went for something. Oh, for sure. I mean, but 100% like, is. I, they went for it and it was, it's a good effort, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. And yeah. that doesn't happen no, with a I, lot. I dig it. Yeah. I guess, what are some notes you get? I'm going to take a quick sip, but what are some notes you get? So, I don't even know. Like, it's, it's definitely peated. That smokiness mm-hmm. there. Um, I get like a medicinal thing and it's bitter um, and not in good ways. Not, I, I, to me, it's just, it's unappealing. Um, Mine's not that bitter for me at least. Really? We'll oh, see. I'm like, that's all I have on my, on my palate right now. And then, um, yeah. So it, for me, like when I first sip it, the first bit of the palate is peat. Um it first tastes like a scotch, and then it tastes like a scotch mixed with a bourbon, which you know it's bourbon by <laughs> scotch. But um, I can I can re, I, I can take out each part and say, okay, I can see that part being more on the rye side, and this part being more more bourbon. Yeah, not like in a complexity way, more so in like all at once way. Uh, but yeah, it's. <sighs> It's good, but I, I do like it thinking of more of it as a scotch than I do thinking of it as more of a bourbon or rye. So I'm going to add a little water. I already did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're so let down. I, well, I knew last time I had, I, yeah, I thought maybe just being rough on it, but I don't like it. I don't like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it a little bit better with the, the water on it. It's, uh, you know, the... Smoky for smokiness is kind of tamed down. It put the fire out a little it bit. It has. It really has. Um, a little bit more of the sweetness comes out. a lot. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of bitterness on the finish. More than I did. And I didn't really get much on the uh, neat pour. Tiny bit of bitterness now. Uh, the nose was, was muted. Ugh. I don't like this. Really yeah, don't. what I I can already tell you. Would I buy this for what was it? Uh 57.99? No. no. It's a gimmick. But Ugh. it's better than I thought it would be, personally. Uh. Much better than I thought it would be. Uh. Can't finish it. Worthy? 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. I think I have a buddy who likes it. I'm gonna just I just give him the bottom. How much up. is left? Not a lot, because I, I mean it's 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 a fun one. It's fun to be like, have you had bourbon rice mm-hmm. scotch? And the people are like what? You know, so it's kind of fun to give away. But I've so been, would this go well in a cocktail though? Like maybe a old fashioned. Hmm. I mean, I go more Manhattan with it probably. That's a great idea, actually. Um, but I would be afraid that it would ruin everything else in it. It's just, I just, yeah. It, to me, like, uh, you're like the Angostura bitters are worse off. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a. Uh, this might get my first secondary rating of gross. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I just dropped that cube and. Um, Nose is sweet. Um, yeah, sweet, sweeter, and then even uh, that would be how this is, would be how I drink it. Ugh, there's the bitterness. Ugh, never mind. Oh, really? Is it showing really, Ugh. really strong? Um, not as strong as the other two, but it's it's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Would I buy this for thirty bucks? No. No. Sadly. Um, it is a gimmick, mm-hmm. but it, like like I said. Better than I thought it would be, but I would definitely not pay fifty seven ninety nine for this. Nope. Uh, what would I spend before I even get to my rating? What would I spend on this? Um, oh yeah, there's a lot of bitterness with the ice too. Yeah, but sweeter, sweeter, but then it turns to bitter. Yeah. Uh, I might spend. F- oh, I hate to be this mean. Uh, I might spend twenty bucks for this. Mm, okay. You would have to pay me ten dollars to drink this. I don't mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> I really you got don't. this far. I really don't. Um, hey, this might like. There's one other whiskey I've had where I'm like, maybe it's like tied with probably for worst whiskey that I would just you know not take. Yeah, you know who else does a uh, mixture of bourbon and and peated scotch? Who's that? Um, Ugh. Kings Kings County. Oh, in, do they? Uh, New York. Remember yeah. that one? Mm-hmm. That's Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, I'd like I mean, I'd like to give that a shot. See if they do it better. Mhm. Yeah. I like the people. I like it. I, I <laughs> <laughs> You like the people. I So, you ever see that video where the kids like, you ever you ever have a you ever you ever you ever have a dream where 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 you 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 dream where you and he like just stumbles so long, and then he's like where you you, you can do whatever you want, and he like smiles because he's like I nailed it <laughs> at the end. He's like this kid, and you're like you're like he stumbles through it for like a good ten seconds, and, and maybe even longer. Like if you think one Mississippi, two Mississippi, like that's a long time. And basically, he said, I think he was saying. You ever have a dream where you could do whatever you want? And he like ten seconds of that, and yeah, and then he like basically like leans back and he's so proud of himself at the end. That's kind of how I felt there, but I wasn't proud of myself. Um, the funny thing is, oh, I like it when you can keep these things separate for their own cultural sake. Sometimes, um, I think a scotch belongs in in a scotch, and I believe a bourbon belongs in an American whiskey. You know, like like. I think I'm I'm better off, and I think the world, you know, ah, I can't say that. Some people <laughs> might really dig this. Yeah, but for sure. I I just like, and uh, do I hate it? No, I like I like I said, but um, would I spend that much for this kind of taste? No, Mm-mm. no. I would I would happily spend money on other scotches or American whiskeys separate. Yeah, uh, but that's just me. Um, do you have a rating in mind, Robbie? I'm going to think of mine actually real quick. It's whiskey. And do I hate mm-hmm. it? Yes. So <laughs> this, <laughs> this doesn't happen to me often. Um, I'm going to go just a four. Uh, and that's being generous. I like generous. that, breaking the five. Yeah, I'm just going straight four and that's being generous. I don't, I mean, I honestly, uh, it'd have to be a bad day. Real bad day, and this would be the last bottle on the earth for me to be yeah. like, let's pop that open. No, 
it's yeah. a four. It's you know it, it's I, I will say um, as far as fun to have on the shelf, it's a you know it's a seven or eight. Um, mm. But yeah, that's that's where I'm gonna go. What about you? Uh, I'm not gonna go that low, but um, I'm not gonna go high. That's for sure. Like I said, I'd probably spend twenty bucks if I wanted this kind of bottle. If I'm like, oh, I want to, I want a bottle that you know has smoking. It's just interesting and experimental. I would spend twenty bucks for this. Um, so I was thinking a six point six, a little low for coal scale, uh, but not you know crazy low. Like I could, I could drink this. I could, you know, I would love to see what this tastes like in a Manhattan. Um, and I might even save the last ounce I got in there to test that out. Well, you'll be here soon, and I got—I probably have yeah, three, left. three to four ounces left on this. So okay, so I'll save so, it. We'll do some yeah, that's, That sounds good to me. You got some good Angostura bitters, some good uh, vermouth. I uh, no, I don't keep vermouth in the house. Um, I said, not <laughs> since <laughs> the accident. I was say it sounds like I'm not allowed to anymore. No, it's just because it's a wine, mm. and I don't drink enough mixed drinks uh-huh. too. there are small bottles of vermouth like the really good a dolan brand uh-huh. um they're like half bottles or even less i think and you can put them in the fridge and they're great for manhattan no one's gonna drink vermouth outside of manhattan so look around for dolan half bottles okay i have to do that yeah, yeah. um Anything else before we... I, I will say one more thing, actually, about High West Campfire. Um, some people really might dig this. And some people actually might see this as a really good transition to peated whiskey. Uh, personally, like I said, I like to keep the, the, the country separate. Um, but, yeah, I could see some people really digging this. But I you know, definitely didn't break a seven. So, that's what yeah. I got. All right. Is it time for Whiskey World News? It is time for Whiskey World News. All right. This is Whiskey World News. It's part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Um, and this one, it's not, I mean, it's not a huge article or anything too far out there, but it caught my eye. Uh, a, because it was written by Nino Marchetti. And B, nice. it's, a, it's a whiskey that is dear to my heart. Uh, so it's titled, it's from the Whiskey Wash, and it's titled Distillery 291, 291. Nice. Two, 291. How do they? I 291. Mean, or 291. I've been there. 291. Okay. 291. He's got a, like, a celebrity also shares his name. I forget. Go ahead. Read. Oh, you'll see. Distillery 291 has made itself known in Colorado as a young but quite determined craft whiskey distillery. It has earned, it has earned as a distilling team there, puts it, bushels of national and international awards for its spirits with the unique character and flavor of a bygone era, including the title of World's Best Rye at 2018 World Whiskey Awards. The distillery's targeting Father's Day has released... 291, 291 Colorado Straight Rye, <laughs> Whiskey Batch 1, and 291 Colorado Straight Bourbon Whiskey Batch Number 1. Both are said to have matured in deep charred New American White Oak barrels for three years each, meaning these limited offerings are the oldest whiskeys they have released to date. Uh, this year said Michael Myers. There we go. <laughs> owner and founding distiller of 291 in a prepared statement. These two special releases are a tribute to the two young men that do the honor of calling me dad. Our Father's Day releases are always meaningful to us, and these straight whiskeys are a great way to commemorate the day and to acknowledge that we are getting uh, better as we get older. As it stands now, the plan calls for both whiskeys to be tasting room-only releases for around $200 per 750-mil bottle meaning you'll need to make your way to Colorado Springs location to acquire a limited edition bottle. You'll find more details below. Um, I don't know, so that's, and there's not much to it, but I, I like, 
um, last time, or the one time we came to visit you guys in Colorado, uh, you guys gave us a bottle of their bourbon, and it was amazing. Yeah. It was, I think, it was mm-hmm. a cask as well. It was, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it was so good. Um, anyway, drank that at the uh, national concert. We did, yeah. Oh man, and our national, the national can't delayed their tour till next year, so we're not going to see the uh, national this summer. So, oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's all right though. Um, but anyway, just kind of curious, what are, what are your thoughts on the distillery in general? And, and I mean, do you think that's, I mean, it's only three years old, you said, right? And uh, mm-hmm. so is that worth, do you think it's going to be wait, worth? Wait, wait, that's their oldest? Is a three-year-old? I think that's what it said, right? Let me go back and look. Wow. Um, so I will talk while you look. Okay. Um, I've been there. Cool place. Uh, cool. I, had, I met the brand ambassador and talked to him for a while. Uh, they're small. They have won some crazy awards, uh, but the fact is, is that they, uh, from my opinion, they have put out a lot of options. They're not the type uh, that has their standard line. I mean, they do have like probably a standard line, but they like put out so many experimental ones, like Aspen Stave uh, finished bourbons or like whiskeys and um, stuff like that, like just like crazy options, and um, so. Some some of them are are honestly I did not like. Uh, I'll be completely honest. And I used to live in Colorado Springs. That's why I know so much about two ninety one. Um, but they yeah they're just throwing their bread on the water or whatever the phrase is. They're just like tossing it out. They're just like let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. And then Jim Murray comments on one or two of them saying this is fantastic. Uh, because they only put out like a barrel's worth of it. And then to my recollection, they use small barrels out there. Hmm. Uh, so that's a little risky as well. And I'm not saying small barrels are, you know, my, those listeners who are out there know my opinion on small barrels. Uh, there is a potential with small barrels, but there is so small potential, like not small potential. It is such a small window to meet. Um, so 291, um, a three-year-old rye is their oldest rye. Yeah, that's what it says. It's uh, that's crazy. New American white oat barrels with a deep char for three years each. So that's their oldest, yeah. So I mean, good for them building it up. I I really do have to say that good for them. Um, do you remember that brewery we went to in Colorado Springs when you guys visited? Yeah, it was like in an old library or something like that. Old uh, elementary school. Okay, yeah. It's like right. Like a stone's throw from there, the distillery. Oh, is it? It's kind of cool. Oh man, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fun. Uh, if anyone's ever in Colorado Springs, check out Ivy Wild School. It's probably the best thing that city's got to offer. So, <laughs> I mean, besides two ninety one distillery. So, anyway, um, <laughs> what about, that's what, what I think. What do you about, think, Robbie? What Any about thoughts? the natural area around it of like hiking and stuff? I mean, if you're into hiking, sure, maybe, <laughs> maybe, totally, you know. But I'm Cole's not into hiking. Cole's just into drinking. Um, I'm just into drinking. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I just. I had, uh, popped up right away, and I thought, oh man, that's what I like to see. It's. Uh, I really enjoyed the one, the bottle you guys got us. So, but I do think it's interesting. The yeah. oldest is only three years, but I guess if you're constantly trying different things, and it's going to be hard to for sure really age too much. So, yeah, which I respect that they're trying new things, and and maybe what they'll do is they'll just like really like narrow down on those things that really make a killing, um, yeah. which is what I would want to do if I were starting a distillery. I would want to try a lot and then be like, all right, these three things are going to be my standards, you know. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. Should we get to the last segment of the show? I guess we should. Oh. Well, it's time for what whiskey would you choose? And uh, last week we uh, we kind of talked about uh, you know special numbers on bottles and whether it's uh, you know uh, the uh, dump date or the um, batch number things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I said I would go with the dump date on a Blanton's for the day your last <laughs> girlfriend before your wife dumped you, um, or mm-hmm. vice versa. The last if you're not married to a wife you're married to a husband you know the last yeah. person anyway um <laughs> you went with the uh, the batch number of uh, abuna and mm-hmm. i didn't realize this but i put out two polls on the same thing and i realized it within minutes but i'm like oh, oh. i'll probably realize it <laughs> oh i didn't man you gotta take oh, i was busy you gotta take like control and just delete one man anyway um yeah. 
Blanton's wins, but it's going to be hard to tabulate exactly how much between the two and without with one quick look. So anyway, Blanton's won Especially on that. Bantons. Is that, did I write Bantons? Bantons? Yeah, he did. What? Jeez, Cole. <laughs> oh man i think people got the idea but they're like these guys these amateurs we lost like <laughs> 10 followers today <laughs> they love spelling oh man. yeah spelling and hate redundancy oh, yeah man. and then uh we just had a couple basically an english major's like nightmare <laughs> uh had a couple riders are pretty good uh b underscore side bryce marita that's right. Oh, man, I'm starting to remember names. This is awesome. Uh, he went for his Yamazaki 18, which we kind of talked about his bottle on uh, nice. doing that. And then Dramham went without question. He's going for bottle dates, and he has uh, Blanton's Gold and a new riff pick with his daughter's birthday, which is pretty cool. So That's a great idea. Yeah. Blanton's Gold. Oh man. oh, man. To get Blanton's Gold in general, but to get it with the dump date on it that you want, that's awesome. Wait, did it sound like Dramhound actually had that already? Yeah, that's what it, I mean. So that's legit. Yeah, good for you, Dramhound. Serious. We still don't know Dramhound's first and last name, or at least first name. I thought we did. We should ask for that. I am horrible with names, so I probably yeah. Forget. Well, Dramhound, we appreciate you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we did. No, no, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll get. We'll hit up Dramhound. I can't even spell Blanton's. Um, How am I going to remember somebody's <laughs> name? Bands. <laughs> Anyone else uh, comment? No, I got it out kind of late, too, because I thought it was Tuesday yesterday. It's all good. It's been a crazy yeah, week. It has. So, you ready for the, the new scenario? It's I'm not exactly a scenario. It's it's kind of just a, a category. Okay. All right. Favorite bottled and bond whiskey. Go. Bottled and bond. Oh, Think man. about it. Yeah. Okay. So, like some, you know, E.H. Taylor's pretty much always bottled and bond. Um, uh, Henry McKenna's bottled mm-hmm. and bond. Uh, who else is Bob? Old Granddad. Old Granddad. Uh, Rittenhouse. Uh, not a Rittenhouse. Um, what is it? Old Overholt has a bottled in bond option, which is actually good for the price. It's like a $20 bottle. It is good, 100 proof whiskey, like rye whiskey. It's amazing. Nice. Um, what else is bottled in bond? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. But I know what I'm going with. It's all good. What are you going with? I'm going with Henry McKenna. It is delicious. Okay. It's like, what, about $35 a bottle? Oh, not yeah. too if bad. you can get it that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, in Idaho, you can if you can find it. And um, it's, mm-hmm. you know, we've been getting a lot of it out here. Um, for last, well, pre, pre-COVID, pre we were, I was, it was at the liquor store every time I went, which is awesome, so. Nice. Um, that's the one I'm going to go with. Is And it's delicious. It's like super apple-y. Um, sweet i'm not uh, sweet's not always a huge thing for me but that one right there is like hits the sweet perfect super appley it is oh and the color on it's awesome it's it's a good bottle for sure and it's got like a it looks like a hundred dollar bill around the top of it yep mm -hmm. (laughs) ball which is kind of the the standard uh bottled and bond label they always have the uh the tape over the top basically yeah so yeah that's what i'm going with What, what about you cole that's cool I'm leaning towards E.H. Taylor single barrel on this one. Hmm, uh, I didn't want to go with like E.H. Taylor four grain because then I would blow you out of the water. So I'm going to stay reasonably priced and go E.H. Taylor single barrel. You can blow uh, me out of the water if you want because I feel like I've been winning a lot Appley. lately. You have been winning a lot actually. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with like, maybe we can like pose it on, on next week when we put it on Instagram. Like reasonably priced bottled and bond option, or at least yeah, like not you know E H Taylor four grain or something like that, mm-hmm. or like cured oak or like tornado release or something like that, you know, uh, or seasoned wood for goodness sake, seasoned wood. <laughs> oh man, uh, if anyone can help me get a bottle of that, I will so be so grateful. So be so grateful. So be so. Um, so yeah, if anyone, oh, seriously, if you can help me get a bottle of E.H. Taylor or seasoned wood, that's like my white whale, which actually I hope to do. That's another scenario or what whiskey would you choose scenario? And we'll save that for another time. What is your white whale whiskey? So we won't bring that up now. Um, (laughs) but yeah. How you feeling, Robbie? Oh, disappointed. 
I was all looking forward to drinking okay. a good whiskey with my friend, and I got a four whiskey. <laughs> well, just, you know, uh, drink some of that Henry McKenna when you uh, hang up. There we go. Yeah. No, I think I'm, I think I might pour so, a little something when I get off. Yeah. What should we drink next week? Uh, Woodford Reserve versus the world. We just can't get Woodford Reserve. Dude. It was so close, too. It was one vote that it lost, I think. Or maybe it was a few by the time, yeah. But I was like, dang it, we were supposed to to drink Woodford. So, yeah, Woodford Reserve versus... How about this? Um, If you're okay with it, Robbie, uh, I don't want to buy a full bottle of Maker's Mark Standard, uh, but there are minis. You can get, like, a mini of Maker's Mark. Oh, yeah, let's do Maker's um, and Woodford. I'm thinking... Perfect. Okay, cool. Because they're both distilleries that we've never touched yet on the podcast, mm-hmm. and they're both reasonably priced and very available. Yeah, it's a good matchup, and they are very good matchup. So yeah, that, that's what we'll do, uh, makers. And I'll do that definitely on Tuesday, so that we'll be able to buy it by. Usually, we record on Thursday. So. Did you did you do yours on Wednesday? Uh, do what? Did you put? I did. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. probably what threw late. me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time you do this, this is which has been fault. twice, it makes me think. Well, it's aren't Tuesday. you supposed to do the what whiskey would you choose on Monday? No, it's Wednesday. What which what, oh, what okay. whiskey would you choose Wednesday? It's alliteration, man. Oh, you right, you right, you right. <laughs> w and you have W Y C W, and you have two two whiskey Tuesday. Two whiskey Tuesday. Which of the two what, whiskeys what? Tuesday? Next, uh, no, I guess that, yeah, so, but that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. And tonight's bottle started a new tradition of throw up Thursday, because it was, ugh. (laughs) Throw up sounds like Thursday. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, cool. I like that. I like Makers, and I like Woodenville next week. That's a good matchup. Wait, Woodenville or Woodford? Woodford. I said Woodenville, didn't I? I meant Woodford. Which is totally another whiskey. Oh, man, Woodford just got beat out in mere minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want this. Yeah, it'll never make the podcast. <laughs> Poor Woodford. Reason. Yeah. So keep that in mind, listeners. We're talking about Loretto, uh, Kentucky, or Woodford County, Kentucky. So oh, I kind of I kind of hope Woodford just keeps losing. It would be funny, actually. <laughs> anyway. So, but yeah, uh, Robbie, I, uh, I hope that uh, you feel better. I hope that... Uh, you know, that summer smell of you after a good long days of, of fun, it doesn't get old. And uh, I hope that we can make it out to um, Boise in July. And Cole. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I hope you get a cool new saddle for your bike. And I hope the tape on your bike on the handlebars is awesome. And I hope you put some pom-poms there and some freely stuff on the end. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bell. That's what I hope for. But most of all, listeners... Well, I, oh, no! <laughs> no, no, go, 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 go! But most of all, listeners, I hope this keeps on going. Cole? <laughs> well, I hope, Robbie, and listeners, mostly listeners, not Robbie, <laughs> that our love of spirits lifted yours. Yeah.